You're listening to Chugging Bleach, the only podcast where the bounce count. Welcome to Chugging Bleach, the show where we watch a lot of bleach. I have alleged that this is all of bleach many times. Mm-hmm. Any regrets? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Bob Video Games, and joining me is Anime Daname. Or Hime's the funniest character ever. We could just get her to work. Dr. Agro. I'm sorry, I'm completely bewildered by that bit. <laughs> yeah, all of Bleach Bob, really? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Chris Wolfhart. Oh boy. This week we watched episodes 160 through 164. Wow, that's like four episodes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's similar to four episodes. It is. Thank you, Agro. <laughs> I know that that's a confusing way to look at it. <laughs> we've had that. We've landed on this exact situation before, and like always, this is five episodes. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, but that's like seventy-ish percent the same number of episodes. Yeah, something like who? Who even knows though for sure how much percent that is? Okay, audience. Yes, we'll only watch four episodes, <laughs> but make sure you end on sixty-four. I don't know how you're gonna do it. <laughs> before we get into all of these. Chris, I hear that we can get early listening access to this podcast. <laughs> that is true. You can get early access to this podcast by going to patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get early access to this and another anime review podcast called Pokemon Go to the Movies, which is like this, but with Pokemon movies. You also get extended and cut content from other shows we do and other Patreon bonuses often including exclusive shows and commentary tracks for horrible movies you should never watch. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. If you like that trailer for our game, try it now on Early Playing Access, Big Baby Man. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Something about just shoving listening in the face. Right? Like, at what point did they unlock touching access? <laughs> Early touching access. <laughs> Uh, who, who knows? Maybe that's what that Apple VR is going to do. It's $3,500 with that you get right? early touching access. Like like we wanted to get the scent packets out on time, but the, we, we couldn't get the shipping right. So there's no early for those. They're going to be there the regular release day. Oh, my God. <laughs> when they do get it working, it's like boiling the chemicals and oils together in the headset with you. No. Uh, it just sounds like a bong's trapped in there. <laughs> Six months later, the judge is asking you if you mailed people. Like, you mailed out 5,000 envelopes full of bleach and human blood. <laughs> they say my show's killing people. Well, I won't have it. <laughs> Try and cancel me. I'll kill you. They weren't supposed to drink it. That was just for the smell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Bleach sure is an anime. Yes. Sure is. And also a toxic liquid. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. What happened in this month's set of episodes, <laughs> Chris Wolf Hart? Smooth. <laughs> well, let's, let's go. Episode 160. Aaron Yero turned into a big squid monster, and then he gloats a little bit about being a big squid monster. <laughs> And Rukia depressingly has like already resigned herself to death internally. She's like, oh, I'm gonna lose. I'm a girl in a shonen anime. It's fucking over. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. 
And she's like, I'm sorry, Sir Kai, and I'm gonna get fucking owned because I have ovaries. That's how this shit works, I guess. She has a flashback and a sad song plays, and she gets smacked around by Araniero a little bit, and he impales her on the trident and, like, heaves her up really high and starts cackling, and, and she's, like, bleeding out, and, and, then, and then she wakes up in a field with Kai, and he smacks her, and they bicker a little bit. And she internally monologues about have the wind and the sun and she's walking around and oh, it's so nice. And she's in this weird, like, big think dimension where it's a flashback, but mentally she's still yeah. in the present. It's it's mm -hmm. she, she just blacked out, woke up and heard Soul Rebirth. <laughs> this is her, like, reminiscing about when she first trained with Kyan. Uh, then she goes back further in time to when she first met him and she doesn't greet him properly. So he scolds her and makes her do it again. And he talks about how he's basically in charge because Ukitake has anime wasting disease and is never able to move around properly. It's in fact fine if you accidentally call me captain because I basically am. <laughs> I, I worked at a fast food place with this guy. <laughs> then Rukia thinks about like, wow, it's, it's nice to know people who are normal instead of my old older brother who's a weirdo fascistic freak. <laughs> <laughs> but I like him anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sad. Kind defeats Rukia in training because she got hungry. And then he makes fun of her a little bit. Then he makes a really incredible face, which is the image I put in there that's spoilered. <laughs> mm -hmm. That dude's always making great faces. <laughs> we get more of Rukia's inner monologue about how she's insecure because her brother is a dick. And then she explains how she wasn't very good at swordsmanship, but she was good at keto, but it was average amongst the other recruits. And a guy like cuts a mountain in half with Byakurai. Yeah, I'm like, I don't buy and I'm this. Like, I'm like, where, where are all these fucking dudes? Now <laughs> we sent them off to be mulched. <laughs> right. Like were the were these all with fucking Ashido's stupid fucking squad who got sucked into the filler dimension and got turned into the <laughs> fucking wheat chafe? Uryu killed them off screen during the Seirete arc. Yeah, so so she's really insecure and she confides in Shiba and he tells her that she's here to protect things. And when she asks what, he gives her this really fucking vague answer and she gets all pissed off and exasperated. He then explains that Ukitake says there are two battles battles to protect lives and battles to protect honor and kyan says they're actually the same thing because both are protecting your heart and then rukia scoffs at and then kyan gives a speech about bonds but he calls it bonds the heart and boy <laughs> memories sure came rushing uh -huh. back at that term <laughs> Who boy yeah. Uh, we can't talk about that, though. Nope. <laughs> he then says that your, where your heart says you should be is where you should be. And he tells Rookie that you shouldn't die alone, because when you die, your heart goes to live in your friends. It's, it's, it's very fucking standard shonen meathead shit. We cut back to her impaled, and she has some more silent flashbacks, and Araniero laughs, and Rukia reaches out and grabs the spear shaft, and Araniero gloats about how he's going to kill her, and she starts to... She lifts her sword and aims it directly in his face. And this fucking idiot, <laughs> instead of doing anything about this or considering that anything could happen, basically is just like, what are you doing? Just die. Come on. It's hopeless. You can't hurt me. You can't do anything. And so she regrows her fucking frost sword right through his fucking face. Oh, it rules so fucking hard. You know, I understand the confusion here that the villain had. Rookie was clearly like 15 feet away from him in the previous scene. Well, he slid, he, he lowered her. He was tired holding her up. <laughs> and now, <laughs> somehow. I mean, I would I would simply have the giant monster that was the rest of my body kill her instead of attacking with the trident that's really short, but I'm also immensely long, but also really short. 
Uh, Rookie says that Aaron Yero may have Kyan's body and memories, but she has his heart. Then she slashes through, like she pulls the sword up through his fucking head, and he bursts into goo and melts, and a big tidal wave of slime washes <laughs> over everything. And the little head ball, which by the way looks like Mad Ball. Do you remember Mad yes. Ball? Mm -hmm. yes. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it just screams and shits and pisses and rolls around shrieking, like "Please, Eisen, please!" You said. You, you said that I'd never feel pain again. And Heisen is apparently just watching this and smirking. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's unclear if he's actually watching this happen or if they just cut to him not being concerned at all. I mean... It's functionally not different. Right. Like, that's, oh, I wonder what Eisen's doing. Oh, that shit Eisen does all the time. Is we've been over, Eisen just high this whole arc. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mad ball screams and cries and then just dies. And the deeper voiced one is like, this is impossible, and then it dies. And they're they're dead. Oh God, it's so good. Mm -hmm. I have waited so many years for being a huge Rukia stan to pay off this hard. <laughs> she literally looks at this motherfucker and she's like, "Oh, you're made out of thirty thousand hollows." Well, guess what? It's not the sum of our parts. It's the sum of our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie there is laying there in the sludge, impaled, and the trident dissolves, and. Rukia has a monologue about how she knows the sadness of being held prisoner and the joy of being rescued and the fear of seeing your friends harmed while they're trying to save you. And she knows that's how Orihime feels, so she's going to come save her, and then she faints. And so it's time for the Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Not golden. Not golden. The Women's Soul Reaper Association is broke. Yachiru says everybody wasted the money, but Nanao screams at her because it was actually her that wasted all the money. Nanao says... We're going to make money by taking creep shots of a bunch of people in the, in the Seireite. And we get this unbelievably great shot of male model Aizen. <laughs> as Nanao talks about what paparazzi do. Mm -hmm. And then they sit and then say they're going to target the stars of the squads, which just, just seems to be the captains. That's it. That, that's the joke. Episode 161. We're back in the three and a half minute recap dimension. Soul Reaver. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so much longer than that. God, yeah, you could feel it this time. Rinji's sword got blown into mulch by uh, Sailaporo. Rinji is confused. Like, he didn't know how fucking jobbing works. Like, come on, my man. That's what you do. And why, are you, like, why are you confused about it at this point? You've been through this so many times. Sailaporo scolds him and is like, you can't use your Bonkai in this room. I somehow did that. Right. Uh, and, then, yeah. and then Rinji's like, really? I can't use my Bonkai in this room? And Sailapos says, that's correct. You must be repeating it so your fucking idiot monkey brain can keep it in there. The floor is in fact lava. I made that just now. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rinji's like, ah, oh, my feet! <laughs> this is fucking Ben Diskins, and he has a little bit of, like, Moonanite energy going on here. <laughs> but he explains that he knows everything about Rinji's Bonkai from his earlier fight against the jobber guy that turned into a bull. I didn't remember this guy until they did the <laughs> recap of him. Yeah, because we, we went through all that fucking nightmare filler. <laughs> he used the data he got from that fight to seal Rinji's Bonkai. And Rinji's like, how did you fucking do that? And then Salapor's like, don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> and he's like, you killed my brother, but I don't really care. He was just a box for my spy bugs. I, I'm not going to be mad at you for breaking my box. And then Rinchi calls him sick, and Sailapora says he's unoriginal, and Sailapora's like, you can't win or escape. And draws his sword, and he's like, I'm excited to fight you, but, but don't struggle too much. I want an undamaged corpse. We then fucking cut back to Rukia killing Araniero, like it's just the exact same footage. That was so weird. <laughs> We see her kill Aaron Yarrow again, and then all the other Espada sense it. The Gyaru girl is named Harabel. 
nobody else really cares. The, the really plain looking Espada is sleeping on a couch and someone shoves their hand in his mouth and wakes him up. The person who woke him up is this really petite Aaron Carr with her ass entirely out. The plain guy's name is Stark and the girl is Lilinette. He then goes back to sleep and she jumps on him and starts punching him and twisting his nipples. Yeah. And she's like, Aaron Yarrow's dead. And he's like, who cares? Like, it sucks. She's like, and she's like, don't you care? And he's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do about it? <laughs> Renji uses his Shikai and fights with Sailaporo. Renji is getting really fucking smug as he's swinging Zabimaru around and Sailaporo seems to be having trouble. Renji like is like, yeah, I got him. I just opening. I'm gonna slash him. But Sailaporo just deflects it and cuts Renji with an energy wave and knocks him down. And he's like, Man, you're way slower than I thought you'd be. Did, did you even notice that I didn't move a single step at all <laughs> during all that time? Uh, then Rinji attacks again and gets knocked down again. It's like, his stocks are like tanking. Like, Rinji coin has never been lower. <laughs> It'll get better, though, right? It's got to get better. <laughs> Sailaporo's flunkies show up, and they look like fucking Emil from Nier. They do. Mm, yes. Yeah. Their names are Lumina and Verona. I was worried they were going to try to sell me a PSP. <laughs> They're Lord. here to report Aranero is dead. He then says that Rukia died killing Aranero, and Rinji wigs out and attacks again. He blocks it and says a Shikai can't hurt him, but Rinji has gotten a simp power up and manages to slightly damage him. We cut to Ichigo running through the hallway carrying Nell. He sensed Rukia, and I'm like, he, he did? <laughs> That's fucking new. Uh, then Ulkiora just appears and is like, oh, you actually fucking noticed. I thought you were a fucking idiot. Ulkiora and Ichigo stare at each other a little bit. Then we cut back to Ishida and Peshe. Ishida recounts all the stuff he sensed. Peshe keeps calling him Ichigo. Peshe then says he's being helpful because he's giving Ishida such a great idiot to work off in their terrible manzai comedy routine. We then cut back to Ichigo and Ulkiora. Ulkiora descends a really long staircase. As Ichigo is like, I've seen this guy before. And then Ulkiora tells Ichigo that Ruki is dead. And then is like, well, I don't actually know. Aaron Yero's telepathy that he has that just sends information to everyone told me that she was dead. But I don't actually know. I didn't go fucking see. <laughs> or he may also apparently sense Rukia and is like pounding on the door and begging to be let out while flashing back to the end of Rukia's fight. We cut back to Ichigo and he says he's going to go get Rukia. Ulkiora says he's stubborn, and Ichigo says, well, I don't, I don't, look, bro, just let me go past. I don't have any reason to kill you. You haven't hurt anybody yet. Then is like, I kidnapped her, you know. And then Ichigo attacks instantly, and they have a big, cool clash, and Nell cowers, and Ichigo says, like, I'm going to go full power right from the start. Bonkai! He turned the money on. <laughs> yeah, now it's time for the Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. <laughs> golden! golden! The first golden in what feels like several chugging bleaches. No, it oh. feels like it's been 20 fucking episodes of this anime since they said it. So Byaki is just, like, hanging out. Like in whatever he's like, he's thinking about how much he hates freedom and love. <laughs> and then Nemu and Asane, who are Mayuri and Unohana's lieutenants, pop up out of the floor and just take creep shots of him in full view and then run. And I guess Byakuya, Byakuya also has ninjas. So he's like, get him. And the yeah. ninjas capture them. And, and then he's like, I don't know what you're doing, but when you made me your opponent, you, your fate was already sealed. And they like show like a scoreboard of the Shinigami Women's Association on one side and the captains on the other and like mark off Nimu and Asane. Yeah, I, I like that. The I think they were yelling butter instead of cheese. Uh-huh. It was good. Uh -huh. Yes. <laughs> Episode 162, much shorter recap.
Ichigo used Bankai and put on the mask. He throws out Getsuga at Ulkiora, who blocks it with one hand, but gets knocked through a bunch of pillars because he couldn't do it. Ulkiora's like, what the fuck is this? This is bullshit. This dude's an idiot. What's going on? Then Ichigo throws an even bigger one at him, and he has to do it with two hands and still gets overwhelmed. Ichigo drops the mask because he used up all his juice. And Nell running tackles him and cries on him and tells him not to die and scolds him for using all his powers. And, and then he has the, ha ha, it's okay, Nell, I won't try so hard next time. And of course, Ulkiora is like mostly unhurt. Yeah, he was in one of those, those shonen dust clouds. Yes. <laughs> it's never a good sign. Shocker, these guys are really strong. What? He shoots a Sarah at Ichigo and it goes through like all of Lost Snow just like a giant fucking laser. Man, the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 would have been so good if every member of Organization 13 owned Sora. <laughs> God, it'd be cool if Organization 13 had anybody with as much drip as Ulkiora in it. Uh, oh, that is a high bar. <laughs> yeah, no, don't it's just worry. not happening. Don't worry, though. They have someone with exactly as much drip as Renji. Oh, no, that's not true. It's slightly less drip. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Renji, Ren Renji and Axel sure are the same character. <laughs> they really are. They were so smart to get the same guy. <laughs> Uh, I guess Ichigo fucking rode it somehow and got blown, like, got blown out mostly unharmed. I guess they're in, like, the center section because it's daylight and that there isn't daylight in Las Noches. That's why it's fucking called Las Noches. <gasps> Nell has fainted. Ichigo is running, but Ulkiora catches up effortlessly and knocks him into some big red building shaped like a cylinder. Las Noches has lots of those. Yeah. Ulkior is right there and explains that Ichigo managed to use the mask again to negate the Sarah, but he's totally outgassed now. Then Ichigo just stabs him a little, but he just reaches up like, eh. <laughs> it's funny because they make a sound effect like it pierced and did, it, it, but it did nothing. It's really not going deep at all. It pierced his clothing. Ichigo says this guy's all obviously the leader, so all Ichigo has to do is beat him and the war will basically be over. Then Ulkior's shirt rips and we see he's number four. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking I mean, rough. Three dude. people stronger than him. Fucking like, bro, I'm not him, and you definitely ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> then he impales Ichigo on his hand, and he points out even if Ichigo somehow beat him, the three guys above him are way stronger than him. Then he like just pulls open Ichigo's chest and lets him fall over, and he's like, "You have two options: either die there or survive and leave. Just get 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 the fuck out of my house." Ichigo's Bankai explodes and he just kind of lies there. And Orihime felt it, I guess, because she's sensing, like, evil black energy. Okay. And she panics because she thinks Uruki and Ichigo are both dead and some girl, like, mean girls are in car show up. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is this scene? It's so good. It is the single best face that Orihime has ever made, which is why I posted that image. <laughs> But uh, before they can do anything, we cut back to Renji and, and Sailor and see the same shit we already saw for a little bit. We get new footage and Sailor dodges Renji. Renji acts like making him move was a huge own and then wraps him in the sword. But <laughs> Sailor just d dodges it with by moving quickly. <laughs> Renji's bleeding out. And he's like, ha, I tricked you to thinking your fly is open. <laughs> Yeah, Renji doesn't seem to fucking get what get what it means when a guy is stronger than you and knows what you're gonna do. <laughs> He's never encountered both at the same time. I mean, if you've never experienced victory, you don't really understand the different levels of fucked when you're losing. 
no. So Reggie's just in a fight. Yeah, he didn't get hit by the just Bianca hitting him with the with the Bonkai and owning him completely yet. Right. So clearly things are going fine. Say Laporo trashes Zabimaru and the freak flunkies fight over a shard of it. Say Laporo then lectures Renji that his Bonkai sucks and it's just for swinging around like a big club. Then he summons all his racist Discord friends from the walls and they look <laughs> really shitty. <laughs> Let me get a picture of them because they look hideous. I mean, they're basically substitutable with the fucking rhino and green goblin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could be in these suits. You just put the suits on them. Yeah, you, you just God. know these guys are going to do interesting things and be around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Salaporo explains that that anybody who's too shitty to be an espada or a primaron espada are called fractions. Fractions? Like fractions? Frog fractions? Yeah, like fractions. <laughs> like fractions, I guess. Fra fractions. Hmm. They're espadas minions. Oh damn it! I forgot to re I forgot to read my joke. I said these are the dudes that show up if you tweet about Xbox. Salaporos <laughs> <laughs> are like mutants that he modified. Now they all like Xbox. <laughs> Salaporo says Renji's too weak to fight directly and just has one of his big shitty minions fight Renji. This is the biggest own ever. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is then, then we cut back to the two girls that showed up to harass Orihime. They look like they're going to die instantly the second an actual character looks at them. <laughs> you know, the blonde hair one, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know about the twin tail. That design's a little bit more cooked. Yeah. They're they're just here to they're literally just here to be the mean girls from high school who who are mean to her because she's too pretty and has too many friends. Well, yeah, I was gonna say this is they're just jealous of her giant boobs, so they're gonna come bully her and then they're like, We're better than her. She's a bimbo because her boobs are big. That's almost literally what it is, yes. yeah. She's like, Oh, you think you're hot shit because Isaac likes you? She's like, Isaac doesn't like me. Who the fuck are you? Get out of my room. They taunt her a little bit and then knock her over and like stomp on her a little bit and then we cut back to Renji. He cuts the big shitty guy's hand and the big shitty guy flails around and cries and Renji's basically fighting a big rampaging clown. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Ashida shows up and blows a hole through it and says that since he can sense spiritual pressure, he just came through the wall. And he's like, you, you, you were smart. You'd have made all the walls in this place out of that bullshit that my divorced dad made his shit out of. So you'd be able to <laughs> He's like, this is way worse than my dad's theater room. He's like, I'm lower even divorced. Uh, then he basically laughs at Renji and the episode ends. Yeah. Uh, Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Golden. 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 Ugitake is doing bonsai, but gets pinned to the wall by a bunch of shuriken. Then Soifan and his, uh, his, his the, the blonde simp that's one of Ugitake's two simps. Soifan slices his shirt off and the simp takes a bunch of explicit photos and then they show the like the scoreboard again and they mark ukitake off success episode 163 orihime is being harassed by these iron car chicks still they blow her whole her door open with a bala which seems like a bad fucking move like i'm sure aizen doesn't really give a shit about you harassing her but if you open the potential for her to escape he's gonna get a little bit pissed yeah well you see the thing is um that she's real stupid <laughs> 
I get it. Orihime tells them to get out. Orihime is doing like the. It's not nice to be mean to people, even if they're abusing you. So they're just like, they knock her over. Like the twin tail one knocks her over and pulls her hair, and it's literally like you're just a stupid bimbo with big boobs. No, no, boys don't actually like you. They like us actually. Blah 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 blah. Our dads are rich. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> like this this is this is like Kubo understanding what he, the heroine needs to be doing more than any author ever. <laughs> See, or he may sent them a text and it didn't pop up in the iPhone color. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh then the wall explodes. It's Grimjow. The door was already open, but he's still he's still blue. <laughs> no, I love this guy. <laughs> well, the door's broken. Exactly. They, yeah, they even they even point this out, and he's like, "Well, I didn't want to go through a broken door." Then they try to fret threaten him, and I'm like, "Who are you two? This dude's on crack. What are you talking about? <laughs> this, dude, this dude just came in from smoking meth. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, if nothing else, he's one of the top ranking of their whole association. What is? What's your problem? <laughs> Ison's gonna beat you up, sister. I could go to the next meeting wearing your skin, <laughs> and Ison wouldn't care. <laughs> Yeah, so he backhands the he backhands the twin tail one across the room, and the blonde one's like, "I'm gonna hit you with my Saro," and he just he just deletes her from history. Yes. <laughs> like he just nuke he just blows the top half. Of, he just turns her into fucking like meat paste. The one that had been talking shit to Orihime basically starts going mods, 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 mods. Oh man, so good. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and Grimjow jump scares her and it's like, boo! And then laughs at her and then uh, I guess splatters her. He, he just stomps on her. Yeah, yeah. There's like a squelch sound effect. If you ask me what anime is going to have the scene from American History accident, which would have never been the guest. <laughs> like he shows up and I'm like, oh, are we going to do the thing where Grimjow does something kind of noble and we start to have a, oh no, no, we're not. <laughs> I think it's great because Orihime is clearly traumatized and it's like, why are you doing this? And Grimjow entirely misinterprets the question. It's like, because you did me a favor, you're welcome. <laughs> this episode should have had the episode number that says the one where Grimjow goes too far and play the always sunny theme. <laughs> uh, then he says, now that we're even, I can ask you for another favor. Uh, we cut back to Rinji and Ishida and Salaporo, the minions whose names I won't write down because there's a limit of the number of irrelevant characters I'll learn the names of. Right, yeah. Ishida says, damn, they all look like freaks, so I can't use that to judge their power levels. <laughs> <laughs> Pesce's like hiding in a corner and is like, Ishida, are they... No, he says, Ichigo, are they really impressed at how big and strong you are? And Ishida almost literally says, can you, can you keep your cringe away from my cool moment, please? <laughs> keep, keep your cringe comic relief away from my cool moment. Then he make then Pesce makes a joke about pissing and or shitting that is different between languages. I think it's shitting in English and pissing in Japanese. Nice. Stay classy, Pesce. Ashita sees Sailaporo and is totally ignoring all the freaks. And Sailaporo's like, everybody be quiet so our new guest can talk. And then Ashita's like, are you in a spotta? And he tells Ashita his name and number, and she says, oh, you're one of the weak ones. I had to be sure, because beating Renji's not really impressive. <laughs> he asks who Ashita is. Ashita says he's a Quincy. Sailaporo pops a research boner, then implies that Yami speaks Spanish. And I'm like, he hasn't fucking done that yet, my man. <laughs> like none, of, none of you have spoken in Spanish, except for Dordoni, who is 
He, stereotype. Look, he got him confused. He thought Yami was Dordori. <laughs> Zell Aparo's just like, these are my friends. We call this the gathering of the Hugalos. <laughs> yeah. Ashida jumps behind him and says, looks like I'm the one who's lucky because my opponent gives me lots of openings. But it takes him like 45 seconds to convey this idea. He says like four sentences. So it just seems insane. <laughs> And then he shoots Salapora with a Sailor Schneider arrow. And it breaks, I guess, or, or turns off and wasn't hurt at all. And he reveals he analyzed Ishida from the fight with Saruji. But the, bro, that was like five minutes ago. Y yeah, right. But this room's really good, okay? <laughs> we cut back to Orihime's room and neither of the two girl Aaron Carr are dead. Orihime healed them after Grimjow squashed them. <laughs> yeah, like this is Orihime's power is getting out of hand. Just to be clear, one of them had to be pieced back together, skin flake by skin flake. Yeah, uh -huh. she was she was dusted. Yeah, yeah, they that was fucking unreal for Bleach to do. <laughs> the moment that I'm like, Kubo is the biggest genius in the world, is when she's healing the twin tail one, and the twin tail one slaps her, and but she keeps going. That is like such a specific thing mm -hmm. you mm. know that kubo was reading shoujo manga as a teenager <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. This, is, this is what girls want <laughs> they want to be they want to be persecuted but noble <laughs> she is fighting Salaporo's goons and he's doing okay but he's getting weaker his arrows don't have <laughs> stopping power anymore yeah he does vaporize one guy though <laughs> because the floor is lava <laughs> yes. look he analyzed his power and that means Hmm. <laughs> Pesce is watching. He's like, man, why isn't he owning them? But hides when Salapora almost notices him. Ashida runs out of steam and even his bow vanishes and Renji saves him from getting creamed and demands Ashida come up with a plan. And Ashida's like, I do have a plan. And they do like the blowjob brothers. Don't fuck this up. I won't fuck this up. You better not fuck this up. Don't worry. I'm not going to fuck this up. <laughs> it's so and then, good. And like Pose and the episode ends and it's time for the illustrated guide to Soul Reapers. Soifan is explaining to Ukitake's simp what Yoruichi looks like. She keeps interchanging between her human and cat traits, which confuses her, and she imagines like a Nekomata-type monster. That's the joke. It is a very creepy monster that comes out of this. Episode 164. Renji and Ishida are about to try their great plan. Ishida needs Renji to stall, but Renji can only manage to stall for 20 seconds. Ishida's like, that's plenty of time. Salaporo tells his minions to stay out because he wants to see what these two dipshits are going to try. Pesce jumps down from the hole behind all the minions and rants about needing a straight man to bounce off of. Pesce then's like, I sense a disturbing spiritual pressure and then notices Dodon Chaka under some rubble. He begs them not, like, please don't let them notice me while I try to go get Dodon Chaka and sneaks off. But all the minions stop groaning and become alarmingly articulate and notice him. <laughs> then they start, then, then the minions start doing shtick like, Oh no, I heard scuttling movement. Was it a roach? Oh, I hate roaches. Oh, but you're so big though. But you're so big. Oh, it doesn't matter. Roaches are so terrible. And then they start and then he starts listing the traits of roaches that all line up to shit that applies to Pesche. This is they all become Cromarty High characters. Yeah. Just yeah, they do. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Dadon Shaka hears Pesche talking and bursts out. Pesche tells him to shut up, but he won't shut up, and Pesche kicks him and starts ranting at him to shut up until Dodon Shaka tells him to shut up. Ha 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 ha. 
anyway, uh, the flunkies notice them and are gonna attack them, but then all the flunkies get launched by Renji. They get launched by Renji because Renji's just swinging Zabimaru in this enormous circle above his head. And Salopor's like, is your plan really just to hit me really hard? Are you really fucking that stupid? Renji attacks, but it gets deflected. Then Renji, like, rushes him and grabs his collar and has Zabimaru wrap them both up. Then Sayaporo calls him a slur. <laughs> Okay, to, 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 to be literal, <laughs> to be literal, he's like, no, no, sorry, I'm not, I'm not gay. I don't, I don't, and I'm like, that, that seems wrong, but whatever. <laughs> you, dude, you can say whatever you want, I guess. So Rinji starts doing a keto chant, and this fucking dipshit who constantly sucks his own dick is too busy being homophobic to notice a spell chant. I feel like aggro. Hmm. Let's say you, magic exists and everybody just accepts that. Uh-huh. Imagine somebody grabs you and starts reciting poetry. <laughs> We'd all know what was going on. Yeah, no, instantly. that's it. That's that's hands to the neck, right? Immediately. <laughs> this this guy's just oh. We get a funny little callback because Renji explains he sucks dick at keto because his always blow up, and he uses a bigger version of the little keto ball from a couple chugging bleaches ago that he tried to use as a light in the tunnel. Mm. Yeah. He then tells the dude with impenetrable skin that they're going to see who can take more damage. <laughs> <laughs> see, shit like this is why I love Renji. Like, Renji's not losing the fight. Renji's just having a good time. If Renji's not dead, he's doing all right. Uh, and then Renji blows himself up. This actually really hurts Sailaporo, and he stumbles out all chewed up and screams indignantly at Renji. Then Ashid is behind him and reveals he noticed exactly how he moves in every situation and built a magic circle around him. <laughs> of course. He then reveals he then reveals that he carries he has extra spirit energy that he carries around in these little potions. Then he calls him an idiot. And then the magic circle goes off and fucking eviscerates Sailaporo as Ashida does a magical girl pose. <laughs> All the flunkies run past Ishida to Sailaporo. Ishida explains what he did in words that Peshe and Dadanshaka don't understand. It was basically, I built a magic circle that caused a big spell to go off. What? No way. Then Sailaporo is behind him. He's pretty fucked up, but he's still alive. Ishida's surprised, and he basically says, Yeah, I have an inherent Ishida defense that makes me take reduced damage from Ishida. <laughs> then he said the floor was lava again and left. Look, that room is really good. <laughs> then, then he then he grabs one of the the big round flunkies and turns him into like a black ball and bites into it. In the manga, he just bit this dude's fucking head off. Oof! Well, uh, they couldn't do that in the anime. Uh, this totally heals him. His flunkies are walking healing potions, and he turns around to leave. And Ashita gets indignant, and he's like. You destroyed my clothes. I'm not going to fight you undressed. And Ishida gets even more indignant. And Silopolar says, I'm basically giving you time to come up with a new plan. You should be happy I'm doing that because you don't have a fucking shot if I come at you right now. So have fun. Rack your little inferior brains. I'm going to go get dressed and think about how I'm going to kill you. Uh, Ichigo's unconscious in that room he got left in. He, he hasn't moved because, you know, he has a hole in his chest and is bleeding out. Nell crawls out of the rubble and looks at his comatose body. He's real comatose. Like his eyes are open and glazed over and she cries and crawls over to him. And then Grimjow shows up and stomps down in front of her and tells her to get lost. And she's like, holy shit, Grimjow Jagger Jacks. <laughs> He's so cool. 
I guess that was suitably bootlicky enough for him to not kick her or anything. <laughs> uh, he kicks Ichigo to see his injury, and he's like, yeah, that's about right. Then Nell's like, stop hurting Ichigo. And, and, and Grimjaw's like, shut the fuck up, and just tosses Orihime like, out of his jacket. I don't know where she was. I, I think she's supposed to be wrapped up in something under his arm. Maybe a cloak of holding. <laughs> uh, and he's like, okay, Orihime, heal him. We flash back. Ulkiora shows up to Orihime's room and the two mean girls are terrified. And we get this weird period of like phantom menace ass editing as it cuts between too many things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Nell is crying and screaming as Orihime heals Ichigo. Grimjow tells her to shut up. Orihime's like, I'm having trouble rejecting the perfectly circular hole made in Ichigo's chest. Grimjow explains that that's Ulkiora's trademark, even though he's not aware he does it. Whenever an enemy catches his interest, he gives them a hole in the same spot as his hole. Then Ichigo wakes up and makes a fuss. Then Orihime makes a fuss. Then Grimjow's like, shut up. I just want to fucking fight Ichigo. Fucking heal him already. We have to get this done before Ulkiora shows up. But then he appears right <laughs> behind the them. And the studio applause that. starts thunderously <laughs> roaring. <laughs> He's just like, I'm here. <laughs> Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Not golden. Not golden. Uh, yeah, what's up? What the hell? Yoruichi is bathing in like a waterfall. Ukitake's simp shows up and asks for an autograph as Soifan takes photos. And Yoruichi feigns that she's going to give her an autograph, but then beans Soifan with the marker. And he's like, you're a, hundred, you're a thousand years too early to get one over on me. And then she rips off Soifan's clothes and starts taking pictures of her. <laughs> and it cuts to the scoreboard and like marks out the simp and Soifan. That's it. That Those are our episodes. It's over. Great. Now we got to do our segments. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we can start with my favorite. The best dress segment. I know there's a ton of choices this time. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I will let Dr. Agro go first. Yes. This was uh, an easy call. Clear-cut winner. Ulkiora, this episode, switched up his usual sort of uh, basic dress-down look by going shirtless and then immediately adding the bold accessory of Ichigo's entire body as a wristwatch. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you are not going to Shonen overpower this entire arc. Sit the fuck back down. Beautiful piece. Yeah, it's a, just you wore it great, you know. Uh, Dan, what do you think? Who was the best dressed? Clothing is a very multifunctional thing within our society. Mm -hmm. uh, it is not only for comfort, but it is also for signing to other people the sort of culture you come from and what your priorities in life are as well. As such, I believe the frog fractiones here are actually dressed very well because they communicate to each other that they are all, in fact, juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> The helmets really help with that. <laughs> it's like God. some of them, some of them have eye holes cut in the helmet. Others just have it droop over one eye. But all of it is like if you made bootleg Adidas sportswear that was just uh -huh. white and black. Okay. <laughs> Chris? Male model Eisen in, in the first illustrated guide to soul reapers understandable oh, he, mm. yeah they did bring back his classic look they didn't he had like a scarf and a, and a suit jacket and like a sweater under it he fucking dressed like fucking steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> i guess i gotta go i'm gonna give it to the twin tail mean girl 
Uh, I think her name, I had to look this up separately because I don't know if they said it even once in this set of episodes. It's Loli Ivy Reen. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I think she's got a neat blaze blue core outfit. It, as, by that, I mean blaze blue almost certainly stole this outfit. <laughs> what? No way. <laughs> this would be the first time blaze blue stole something from bleach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, they never do that. Uh, but yeah, I think that, that that worked pretty well. It just occurred to me we didn't we didn't see that one guy Hazaba the whole time. No, yeah, we haven't seen him at all. That's surprising. that's fucking weird. We never go a stretch of five episodes without him peeking in in the outro thing. Yeah, they were too caught up on the the women's soul reaper society thing, which, which is a good bit. Yeah, it's a way better bit than any it's of those. What? Some might say it's a golden bit. Yeah. So I'm a little pissed they didn't say that every time. <laughs> you know, that bit, it's just occurring to me. Like, I know they have poor people in Soul Society. Do they have money? I don't know. I think so. I think that's the idea. Because there's the, like, the upper class and the lower class. And I believe yeah, that, that they have commerce. That might be like a violence thing. Hmm. <laughs> they will find out more in the next arc. Hmm. Uh, maybe. <laughs> 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 watching bleach in complete ignorance of any information i have been excruciatingly drowning in from talking to you and other people this set of five episodes was really great and i sure would like more of this this is some of the best bleach has ever been i'm gonna say i'm a full 10 out of 10 excited for the next set of five episodes of bleach Great. I'm sure we'll get five whole really great episodes next time. <laughs> Chris, did you bring any trivia? Okay, so uh, so, so Poro's whole plan where he used the, the bull guy to make the room made of lava that Sobrenji can't use his Bonkai. <laughs> uh, Kubo stole that from an episode of Super Sentai. Is this true or false? True. Okay, Dan says true. Bob? Uh, mm, it's such a weird random grab. I'm just going to say false. Agro. Even if it were true, I don't think he'd admit it in an interview. False. He did not admit it. I've seen the episode, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> so in episode 21, I mean, episode 24 of uh, Dingy Sentai Mega Ranger, which is the Super Sentai that was turned into Power Rangers in space, the villains send a bull monster to fight the Power Rangers, who they own really effortlessly, and then he send, they send another monster, and he's like, the bull monster was actually a decoy to absorb all oh your attacks. <laughs> oh my god. So, so now none of your attacks can work on me. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and considering that Ilfort is also a fucking bull. Right. Uh, mm. It's like it's like too close to not be that. Well, worth <sighs> noting, Chris said Kubo stole it. I, I don't think Chris phrased it as did he admit to steal it? <laughs> yeah, right. I did not, no, I did not admit that. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right, with that out of the way, we can now move on to our final thoughts and judge how tight these episodes were. As the scale works on 0 to 25. Dr. Agro, how tight was this? Forgot zeros on that scale. <laughs> yeah, we had to enable it. Uh, that's unfortunate. I kind of wish that the first episode of this pack was appended to the end of the last one, but we, we are still straight up cruising. Things are happening in... 
like a reasonable order and at a pace events are moving forward. I, I had to remind myself like, Oh yeah, there's a reason people like this show. Sometimes it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going <laughs> to give this set a 20. I guess I'll go next. Um, yeah, no, this is a, this is a solid set of episodes. I don't think it's as good as the last set, but it's still like, Oh man, this is bleach when it's really good bleach. So I'm going to give it a, a, a 22. Like I had a lot of fun with this. There's only a few little things that dragged. I love that um, Ilkayora just shows up and stops Ichigo, like, <laughs> early arc, pretty much. It, it feels good. It feels like it's doing exciting things, and I'm glad I don't remember all of it perfectly. <laughs> Dan, what do you think? Dude, this is incredible. This not only has some stuff that I'm loving that Bleach is doing, I love if shit like this set of episodes was in more goddamn anime. There are so many savage moments in these set of five episodes. The part where fucking Grimjow just obliterates them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, Mean Girls. Bye, Mean Girls. <laughs> Uh, More high school anime need Grimjow in them. Yes! (laughs) Yeah, just, oh man. Him able to just step in and do that. You don't expect it to go that hard. The savagery that is Okiora not having time for this. Any of this is so fucking good. More Shonen Protags should just be disabled like this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hit your off switch, Ichigo. If you somehow recover, leave. If you can't, then die. So good. It is excellent. It is superb. However, Chad did punch a giant skull into that wall last time, so obviously (laughs) it is not as good as that. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and give it a 24, though. I really love this. And uh, people letting me know that maybe I don't get a full set of five episodes that are good next time is the worst shit ever. I wish I wasn't cursed with this knowledge. Chris, what do you think? How tight? They're doing my boy Sheeta dirty. (laughs) But other than that, these were pretty great. So I'm going to give them a 20. Look, it's not his fault the room was lava. Yeah, I mean, he tried his best. He had that little vial where he was building speed for hours. (laughs) Why are they doing this to me? I'm going to cry. Yeah, they just... This is is the worst Chucky Bleach has ever been, isn't it? You're going to come in next time. I'm going to watch two and a half good episodes, and then someone's going to unzip my pants and start pulling out a hammer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm this this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, I guess that they know that they can exactly how much they can adapt now. So they're just like, we can make this great until it stops. <sighs> I'm horrified. I know nothing about where we're going. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it even could like the shit. It's like, okay, so I guess my speculation needs to go in this episode because next time I'll know. Right? Uh, is Isaac going to be like, you all fell for it. And he'll throw a switch and there's just a basement to the fucking Las Noches <laughs> oh, that they're going to spend oh, 20 episodes oh in. God. How, how does this happen? How does this yeah, work? I'm, I'm really scared to find out. Like, <laughs> I'm, God, I, I, I'm, I'm like, what are they? I'm terrified it's going to be something like, yeah, they all fell into the Las Noches sleep trap and are now in a dream world for 20 episodes. Oh, I'm so oh. glad I don't need to theorycraft on this and I know exactly how they do the twist. <laughs> it's going to be a maze. I mean, it's not really going to be a maze, but they're going to keep calling it a maze. 
terrible. Well, what a horrible show. Why do we do this? I hope you guys are excited for the next set of episodes. Uh, uh.